0: Hashtag SAFM Sport On.
1: So let's talk about the MSL then and congratulate the champions of the Mzansi Super League, the Pal Rocks and Proteus Spinner and Pal Rocks Spinner Tabrace Shamsi joins us on the line. Uh, Shamsi, good evening from us on SAFM and congratulations and thanks for speaking to us.
2: Good
3: evening. Thank you for having me.
1: Has the party stopped yet in Paul?
3: Yeah, I think the people in Paul probably didn't go to work today. I mean, you know, it was so festive there last night and all throughout the whole MSL. So, yeah, I'm sure most of the people didn't even go to work this morning.
1: And understandably so. You guys were very clinical in that final. Uh, Fav Duplessis has been saying that you've been playing well, but you haven't had the perfect game. Did it all come together last night?
3: Yeah, most definitely. You know, as uh, Faf mentioned, I think the most complete games we played were our last two matches, you know. Um, And that's what you want as a team. You don't want to peak too early. And you also don't want to be not performing at the right time. So I think the team built up their performances and it was just simply superb last night.
1: And how, what was the approach to that final, considering that the Spartans have had the better of the Palo Rocks in the MSL?
3: Yeah, we had never, ever beaten them before. But, you know, I mean, the, the, the law of averages is bound to catch up, you know, uh, if you can say that. Um, so we were quite relaxed. I mean, our practice session also got rained off two days before the final, but the guys didn't really panic. Um, We knew that we had done our work. There's not much you can change in a day, so everyone was very, very relaxed, and I think we just treated it like any other game. Mm.
1: And how crucial was playing at home and that home ground advantage?
3: Yeah, big time, you know, we know the conditions in our ground and the support that we had throughout the competition. Everybody, you know, people have been supporting us right throughout in Paul, and and it's just like a party atmosphere. The players enjoy it, the people enjoy it. So it was definitely a massive advantage for us playing in Paul.
1: And and what was key for the Rockstar Rays this uh, season that saw you even top the log and secure that home final? What would you say worked for the team?
3: I think the nice thing about our team, this whole competition, uh, for people that followed followed the team, was that we didn't really have you know, one or two guys standing out. It was Mm -hmm. a different guy performing in different games. So most of the times what happens is you get one or two players that are in form that carry the team throughout, and if they fail in a big game, the team, you know, starts getting worried. Whereas with us, it wasn't the case. We knew that, you know, all 11 players that were playing and the squad members, everyone had done something special throughout the tournament. So I think that was the key to our success. We didn't rely on, on two or three big players. Everybody that was part of the team, did a bit, little by little. So I think that stopped us um, from panicking in the big moments.
1: Even a guy that came in late, like a Cal a late addition, grabbed his opportunity, comes highly rated. Has he impressed you?
3: Yeah, definitely. You know, Cal's a wonderful player. Um, and I'm sure the South African public is going to see a lot more of him. Um, he's definitely very, very talented. And I'm looking forward to seeing, um, you know, how he progresses as we go along.
1: What about your own performance, uh, uh, Shamzi? I mean, you are second in the bowlers list just behind uh, Imran Tahir. I think you just, uh, he just pipped you by one wicket there. You must be delighted with that.
3: Yeah, I'm very happy. You know, obviously for me personally, it doesn't matter what team I play for, where I play. I always want to put in match-winning performances. So, it was quite pleasing from my side that, you know, I was able to to help the team achieve the success. But like I mentioned, it wasn't just uh, all about me. Um, All the bowlers, Every single person in the bowling unit did their part in, in you know, making me look good and, and the rest of us collectively made each other look good.
1: Is there anything we can read in the fact that the top two wicket takers are spinners, you and, and Imran?
3: Yeah, I suppose, you know, when T20 cricket first started, people said that it's going to be the death of spin bowlers because everyone likes to slog and everyone, you know, we're going to get hit all over the show. But as we've seen, not just in the MSL, even the world rankings in the international game, I think out of the top 10, about seven of the the bowlers in the top 10 in the world are spin bowlers. So, you know, the thing is that we, especially leg spinners, myself personally, and also me being close to Imi, I know he thinks the same as well about bowling. It doesn't matter if in a couple of games we go for runs or, you know, a batsman hits us for a six or two, because we know that, you know, if we can make crucial breakthroughs for the team, we can definitely turn the game around. So I think that's what you've seen in the MSL as well. And that's been our aim all the time. Whether it's only one wicket, but as long as it's a crucial wicket that I take for my team, uh, I feel like I've made a positive contribution.
1: And how do you describe your role in the team in the in the MSL? Were you there to contain uh, the bowlers, or to take? I mean, the batsmen or to take wickets?
3: Look, the way I see it, um, obviously my job is to take wickets for the team. But um, fortunately enough, like you know, having played. Um, a few games now and around the world in a few leagues. Um, I've realized that, you know, sometimes on the ge- on the day, it doesn't always have to be that you-, you win the game for the team by taking a lot of wickets. Sometimes mm-hmm. a-, a spell where you don't go for many runs in the middle overs can change the flow of the game. So I think either or, you know, whether I'm taking wickets or not going for runs, I'm happy to contribute. Whatever it takes um, to help the team win the game, that's all I'm after. But um, if you have to you know ask me i would definitely pick wicket taking uh, as being more enjoyable for me than keeping the runs down
1: but on that note would you also say that you you are becoming more and more of a complete bowler now
3: yeah definitely you know it's a, it's a cycle for any cricketer or any sportsman the more you play the more you mature um you start learning more and more about your game you start understanding how to read the game better you start understanding your 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 weaknesses and your strengths so Definitely, you know, I think not just myself, but I think every player, as they grow more mature, they start becoming better and better. And I'm definitely very happy with the way I've gone in the MSL. Uh, But most importantly, I'm just so happy that we managed managed to win the tournament.
1: Mm. And a lot of people were were talking about how cool you've been this season, because once you get hammered, they used to say that uh, you find it difficult to come back. Do you agree with that, that you've been cooler and a bit calmer now?
3: Yeah, you know, like you know, it ties into what I just said. It, it's about knowing your game and also staying calm under pressure. Um, that's a reason for me, you know, with my fun celebrations. It just takes the pressure off me. All I know is that I'm out there enjoying myself and, you know, just loving what I'm doing. Um am in a very fortunate position to be able to play cricket. So I just want to have fun. And um, obviously, if if a batsman hits me for a few boundaries or whatever it may be, I still have that belief that I can still change the game by taking one or two wickets.
1: And who are you always calling with that celebration?
3: <laughs> uh, I think I'm always giving a shout-out to my wife that's been very supportive um, and my family members, you know, my friends and just just everyone who enjoys the celebrations. Most importantly, it's about getting the young kids involved in the game. You know, I see around the stadiums, the young kids, they enjoy the the phone calls and, <laughs> and the magic celebrations. You know, it's about growing the game and getting younger kids involved. So uh, that's, that's a part that makes me very happy, to see that the younger kids enjoy it. And hopefully they, you know, it encourages them to keep coming to the grounds and, and we see more and more people at the grounds.
1: But the purists say that maybe you're going overboard, it's not their cup of tea. How do you respond to that?
3: No, it doesn't matter, you know, whether... If you don't celebrate, people might think that you're arrogant. Um, so there's 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 no there's nothing anyone can do that will please every single person. You know mm. that's why we are all unique. Everybody has different likes and dislikes, um, and you've got to respect everyone's views. Um, you know that's just my way of having fun on the field, and you know I'm gonna continue enjoying myself and entertaining everyone.
1: And on that note, Shamsi, what's your overall impression of the Mzansi Super League?
3: Um, I think Mzanzi Super League has been an unbelievable tournament. You know, we mentioned this last year as well. Yeah. And, and it's the same feeling for all the players this year, too. The standard of cricket is of the highest quality. Um, you know, in the other leagues, you you may play around the world. All the national players aren't always available because they're busy with international commitments and the national team playing somewhere else. But in our Mzanzi League, all the guys are available. We've got quality international players. So and and it's a it's a lovely breeding ground you know we've seen so many young new players come out and show that they can handle the pressure as well so going forward it's only a good thing for the national team and south africa as a country um so yeah our our cricket our product is unbelievable and obviously as we go along we it, the, i I think the tournament's just going to get better and better
1: mm. and and what's next for you now are you going to play four day cricket
3: yeah um so it's back to the titans for me uh, people think that you know we're going to enjoy our victory and and have a lot of fun. There's no such thing. You know we're back at training at eight o'clock in the morning, and off we go again. So I'm looking forward to joining up with the Titans once again. Uh, that's my home franchise, and I'm really really looking forward to that.
1: Great stuff. And we're going to speak to Coach Jeff Doyana, but just a word on the coaching staff of Coach Burrell and Coach Jeff Toyana.
3: Yeah, Jeff and Eddie Burrell have been unbelievable, and the rest of the management staff that. Um, We've had, you know, for me personally, um, this was a very, very enjoyable uh, environment that they created. You know, there wasn't unnecessary pressure and a lot of things that sometimes you just have to do for the sake of doing it. The way the Power Rocks approached things was just to let everyone just enjoy themselves, be in a free environment, and just make sure that they're ready for each game. And, you know, we've seen the results of that. So maybe that's a way um, and a formula for success. And Coach Jeff and Eddie Burrell had a huge, huge part to play in that. And, of course, Faf as well with the mm. way he led the team. It was unbelievable.
1: Christoph Shamsi, thanks for speaking to us and congratulations again. You've really entertained us in the Mzansi Super League and we are looking forward to seeing more of you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Tabrez Shamsi, there, the Protea spinner and the Pal rock spinner, finishing just second behind Imran Tahir um, in the in uh, the bowlers with the most wickets in the Mzansi Super League. He had 16. Imran Tahir had uh, 17, and that's certainly not a bad return at all, there, Tabrez Shamsi certainly looks like the man that will take over that green Proteus jersey uh, from Imran Tahir. Up next, as I said we're going to speak to coach Jeff Toyana the assistant coach at the Pal Rocks and just get his overall thoughts on what to act for the team at this season. You can send your voice notes if you want to weigh in on the action that you've seen in the Mzansi Super League. Shamsi says it's unbelievable. It's a great advert for cricket in South Africa. Uh, the, The national team players enjoy playing here at home and I think the word is spreading out now to the rest of the internationals that maybe this is a tournament uh, that the big players can play in uh, going forward. So you can send us your voice notes 061 4104 107. Also, SMS line 41391. And our studio number is 0891 For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7 p.m. And let's speak now to uh, a member of the coaching team, Coach Jeff Doyana. Coach, uh, good evening. Congratulations. Two trophies in three days for you. Oh, no, he didn't hear that. Coach Jeff, can you hear me? Okay, I think we've lost him there. Apologies uh, for that. We're going to try and get coach Jeffrey Doyana back on the line. He's a big Mamelodi uh, Sundowns fan, of course, and he was tweeting a lot after they won the Telcom Knockout Trophy against Marisbeck United. Actually, even before the game, he was very confident that he can uh, pull it off, that, that Sundowns will pull it off at uh, Jeffrey Doyana. So it's been a very, very uh, good last uh, three days then for him, winning the Zansi Super League and also winning the Telcom Knockout with Mamelodi Sundowns. The I mean even as a jersey that he got from coach pizza musumani coach jeffrey toyana uh is <laughs> back with us two thro- trophies in three days. How does that feel
4: let's go Paul Rocks. let's go let's go and <laughs> <El Cabo Yellow. laughs> <laughs> yeah no no it's really it's really it's good uh tabi so thank you for like inviting me again um yes, I mean like it really did really it's good, especially for the people of Paul. yeah i mean. I mean, like, it's a township ground. I mean, um, you know, like, these issues, like, in the townships there. But the people have come out to support Piled Rocks, and, uh, you know, like, we delivered. I mean, like, that was, like, like the biggest mandate that they gave us. And, uh, like, we've delivered. And I'm happy for Piled Rocks people. And we've really been consistent. Like, like, uh, like last year, we got to the playoffs. Um, mm. Yes, the rain beat us. Mm. You know, like, chosen Stars became winners end of the day but questionable but still you know like for us to come back this year at home Henry Davids, Dwayne Pretorius you know really something special and we're really really happy about it especially for like the Purple Army. Purple Army at PAL, I mean they filled the stadiums. They came every day to watch the games and um, yes very very happy.
1: And no complaints about a reserve day this season. Are you still there
4: coach? Yes I'm here, I'm here champion, I'm okay. here, I'm
1: here. So so now we were trying to do the Mets here. How many trophies have you won now in domestic <laughs> cricket as Jeffrey Toyada?
4: Wonder <laughs> boy. Like like all trophies, done.
1: Everything every eh?
4: trophy that Cricket South Africa has to offer. Done. So that is a grand claim.
1: It's a grand slam. yes Thank you guys. So like I've
4: won everything. And Arsenal, struggling like your team, and is struggling your team, <laughs> but, but and rocks, like we're winning.
1: <laughs> you must share this magic with us. You must. It must rub off, Jeff. You must come back to 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 <laughs> now so it can rub off. But tell us about <laughs> the head coach uh, Andy Birrell, well respected in in East, in the Eastern Cape uh, with his cricket knowledge. He's been part of the Proteus setup, of course. How do you describe his leadership? Oh, okay No, something's not right We're going to try And get him back on the line um, I, don't, I thought it was a delay initially But I think there's probably Just something uh, With the line there. Uh, Kef, uh, Coach Jeffrey Toyana They're blowing people's covers Live on air But we're going to get him back On the line uh, He says he's won everything that's on offer, and uh, and I think he's right because he won a, he won everything with the Lions, uh, the four-day series. I think they won the T20 competition, they won the momentum, and um, now he's won the Mzansi Super League with the Pal Rocks. So it's a complete grand slam uh, that uh, Jeffrey Toyana has achieved. Wow. Coach, uh, sorry about that. We've got you back. I was just asking how do you describe the leadership of the head coach Andy Birrell. He's well respected in the Eastern Cape, yes. he was also part of the Proteas coaching setup of course.
4: Yes, yes. I mean Eddie Birrell, I mean, he's a top man. Top man, um like fluent in kota you know, by the way. And he's a people who you know what I mean? Like he was assistant coach with the Proteas for four years. And he's a farmer, you know, like in the Eastern Cape, um, top man and uh like, for him to lead this difficult um, a franchise, well, franchise per se, because we're small boys, you know, like in the in the bigger scheme of things. I mean, there's your Spartans, which is Titans, there's your the Blitz, which is Cobras, there's your the Josephs, which is Lions. So, PAL is just nowhere, you know? Mm-hmm. And for us, and for us to lead that thing, I mean, like, from going from underdogs, you know, like, into top dogs, it's really, really something special, and... um like, I doffed my cap up for him. I mean, Jesus, like, what a man, what a man. Like, how he led um, the team, you know, calmly, mm. calmly um, with us moving forward, and um, him trying to shiver a Cosa guy in in PE. Like, it doesn't, I'm like a shiver the guy in Cosa, like a white guy, by the way, <laughs> and then he didn't, I'm, and then like he realized that the guy gets too closer. Oh. So the guy was a farmer as well, oh. you know. So that was the funniest thing, you know, for me with Eddie Terrell. I mean, what a man, what a champion. He's the coach of um, like Hampshire as well, like in England. He is. And um yeah, just top man, top man and I adopt my cap for him <laughs> and like he led the team like so well. So happy day.
1: That's a great story. And as and, and the Pearl Rocks, uh, besides not having, a, not needing a reserve day, is there anything you did differently this season?
4: I think the draft was something that we did differently. I mean, for us to sign a guy like Simonello Makane, for example, because mm. we know like he's a good player of spin. Mm. Like We know he's a talented cricketer, but he does not get backing in the Dolphins. Mm. like for us to sign a guy like that and for him to win a game like that at the Wondrous I think three games ago like he won a game at the Wondrous yeah with Kyle um, like he got a 50 yes yes. Makanya mm. like you know like he's the type of the guy that's just backing. like that's all we need and also like that's all we need as we move forward in terms of transformation I know there's issues there but just give guys backing, and guys will perform you know like for you and for me as well like being with Pal Rocks i seeing Mangaliso
1: mm. like who's not played much. Oh, no. <laughs> not again. <laughs> okay, I'm really not sure what's happening with that line there in Bolland. Um, with Jeffrey Toyana, We're going to try one more time. If it doesn't work, then please excuse us because it's, it's just not working. But we're going to try. Uh, but let's use this opportunity to give you an update of what happened today. There is a cricket game on the go in Binoni at Willowmore Park. England's uh, touring cricketers are here, of course, for the four-test match series against the Proteas. And uh, it starts on Boxing Day at Supersport Park in Centurion. They played an SA-11 side uh, today in the... First of two days, and they went to Stamps on three hundred and nine four. Uh, England. Joe Root won the toss there, elected to bet first and a couple of players retired not out after they got to their 50s. Joe Root was one of them on 72, Joe Denley on 60 and uh, Dominic Sibley on uh, 58. There, They're all retired and everybody seems to have got a run. They all uh, got to double figures there, there um, in, in England's uh, batsmen. And then on Friday by the way, they'll still be playing at Willowmore Park in Benoni they'll be up against the SAA side that is coached by uh, Ashwell Prince So if you've got some time there this weekend uh, Make a turn at Willambo Park in Bononi. Lovely ground to go and watch cricket there And uh, you can get a glimpse of England's cricketers As they prepare to take on the Proteas In a four-test match series The first one, as I said, will be played In Centurion at uh, Supersport Park That one will be on The 26th of December on Boxing Day And then after that The New Year's Day test match uh, They move to Newlands From the 3rd to the 7th of January In 2020 That's the second test. And then uh, we have the third test after that at St. George's Park in P.E. from the 16th of January. And uh, they should be back at the Wanderers then for the fourth and final test match between uh, the Proteas and England. And the bombing army is coming. So there's going to be a lot of noise um, in uh, in, uh, South Africa over this month of December with the bombing army here. So we're still trying to get hold of Coach Jeffrey Toyana there, trying to see if we can get him on a better line, uh, just to just wrap up his thoughts on the Mzansi Super League, on the Palo Rocks, uh, and how they won the tournament. He's back with us. Sorry about that, Coach Jeff, but we're gonna try uh, again one more time. It seems to me, from the matches that I've seen, like it was proper teamwork. Like everybody chipped in. Even Mm. Shamsi, when we spoke Mm. to him, uh, uh, told us that. I mean, Henry Davids last night, Shamsi, second-leading wicket-taker, Asbonello, like you mentioned, him and Calverain in that one game, Dwayne Pretorius Mm. chipping in, Bjorn Fortain. Is that correct that there was no one superstar?
4: Yes, yes, yes. Our team doesn't have any superstar. And, uh, like, we picked the team, like, strategically as well. Like, people, you know... Um, like, who can come in in teams and just come in and be good uh, people, you know what I mean? So, um, yes, yeah, like, no superstars in the team, but uh, but people chipping in. Chipping in, chipping here, chipping here, chipping here, chipping here. And, uh, yes, it's taken us, you know, at, at, at the, to the titles, you know, basically. And uh, we're very excited about that. And I think our selection as well as the draft was really, really something you know, special like like a galaxy. You know, okay. I mean, what a man, what a player! Mm-hmm. You know, a good human being, and uh, and with back like this kid can play for South Africa with backing. But I don't know what what's happening. you know, like in our country, as we move forward. But uh, um, like I'm not here to talk about politics. But with backing, though,
1: you can make it. You know, is that is that Bonello?
4: Yes, yes. No, what a player. No, we, what a we, player, we, what a we man.
1: saw those cameos. We saw those cameos. And what about a Kyle a, um, a, a Verraine? I mean, he was he missed out on the initial draft. Everybody was surprised. And then you guys snapped him up. How good was he for you? And is he as good as they say he is? Kyle <laughs> I mean, Scoldsby,
4: like we call him mm. you No, know? Yeah, of because course. Yes, uh, <laughs> you know. He's a, ginger. Uh, yes, he's a very human being. I mean, Scoldy is uh, a superb human being, a um, good wicketkeeper. Um, you know, under pressure, like, this guy does, it, does not even sweat. You know, he's won us game at the Wanderers, and then we move forward. And then, like, we won us a game as well, you know, like, in Pal. And, uh, yeah. yes, what a player. And uh, for me, for me, like, as we speak, to, like, tonight, like, this guy should be at least, like, the reserve to a Quintinic Cup for uh-huh. me. You know, like, with temperament and uh, and what is done as well. You know, like, as a player, I'm like, the average is over 50, like, in short-class cricket. Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, yes, I think there's still big things that are coming for a guy like Calverene. But what's interesting, though, is that, yes, Mangi lost his spot. Mm-hmm. Like, Mungi lost his spot to like a And then Mangi though, like, was helping me, you know, like, trying to help him with his keeping. Mm. You know, like he was taking, because they're quite close. I mean, the two of them, Calverena and Magalizomo, are like twins. Mm. You know, like like Mangi was helping him, and uh, like he took every lesson that Mangi was giving him. And I, I really, really think this Calverena is one for the future.
1: I see he's in the A squad. Is that good for his development? He's going to be playing England in that match on Friday in Pinoni.
4: Well, well, like I expected him to be in the test squad, to be honest. But yes, um, big for his development. Um Pignone, um yes, I know yeah gun better mm. um 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 then good keeper as well, and I know that Papa was there as well, like he saw like the value of the man, uh-huh. how good the man is, even in the change rooms, he's really really really, really, really good, and um, yes, like there's big things you know coming from schools I mean he's proper, he's a proper cricketer and he's a professional, and um like, within the 18 months or so, I think it will be for South Africa.
1: And and what's your overall impression of the Mzansi Super League as a to- as a tournament Coach Jeff?
4: Um, yes, I know there's been drama at CFA. drama, mm. <laughs> but for me, overall, from year one and year two, I really, really think that this tournament has improved. And, like, top players are playing in it, like national players, are playing in it as well and I think it's something that us as South Africans something that we can adopt as well and um, it's on SAP three, you know and the people are watching the games you know like our masses in the townships the sheikhs they're like are busy watching those games because like, not everyone can afford you know like a DSTV. Mm-hmm. and I think it's really something that um, that we can push forward cause it's really a good product and uh, it puts people on the spot as well. Um, you know, like Andre here. Yeah,
1: last example, season. was
4: selected from that tournament.
1: And, and he did well
4: for Cape Town Police last year. Mm. And then in a the Test cricket, as we speak, mm. you know, he was selected from this tournament. So like, there's so many positives in this tournament. And uh, I really, really think it's something that we need to push forward and and give hope to the people as well in the townships. With to tonight into the like, Kienzrega, like let's try and push it forward,
1: do you think the off the field drama at c s a overshadowed the cricket?
4: Oof. tough question um I really think the cricket was the winner,
2: mm-hmm.
4: you know at the end of the day. I mean, like if you looked at PAL last night, yeah, I mean full house, I mean ten thousand people you know in pal a township ground where where people just love their sport, whether it's rugby or cricket, um people came in you know like in big numbers, so. Really, I do not think that the drama is really had an effort, especially for the people of power, like the Triple Army, black uh, like in this tournament, to be honest.
1: And talking about this off-the-field drama, Jeff Toyan, I mean, what do you make of what's been happening in SA cricket over the past few months or the past few weeks? Were things as bad as they were made out to be?
4: Yes, yes, guy. Um, Very, very bad. Uh, but uh, I'm quite happy though, like with the appointment of the Mark Boucher, and also quite happy with Amanda Mashembe taking over the Titans. Um, you know, like like we are moving in the right direction. All we need is us cricketing heads to make the decision. Like that's key for me. Mm. Like get cricketing people to make cricketing decisions as as we move forward. As I've just said as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um. You know, like excited by the Kalak Inoku to come through and and say, you know what, I'm gonna lower myself, and make sure that South Africa moves forward. So very very happy as well, like with the like and um and and um, you know like a culture taking over for me. Like I really think we need some hard skills, um to make sure that we move forward because we can't be like in this position. Drama, drama, every day there's drama. Mm-hmm. People resigning. People doing this, people doing that. We can't have that because we're good cricketing nation, and our kids, you know, like are watching this thing, and uh, we just have to get our house in order. Bottom line.
1: And what do you expect Mark, Brouch- Mark Boucher to bring to this uh, protest team?
4: Still, still determination and and fight. <laughs>
1: just like he was as a player.
4: That's what I want as a player. I mean, still fight. Like this is your country. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is the your country you're playing for. And also I will be very excited if it brings a guy like ABT Villas, you know, like into the fold. But mm-hmm. so that guy, my guy, he's one of the best t twenty cricketers in the world. A B T Villas. Mm-hmm. If Party can can go and convince him to play for South Africa again like we're gonna
1: And, of course, there's a T20 World Cup next year. And there are talks now, if you missed uh, the big story of, I think it came out last night or this morning, that actually FAF2C confirmed that they are still, they are talking to Villas about a possible uh, comeback to the Proteas setup. I don't know if we still have Jeff or if we've lost him there. Can you ask, coach? Okay, no, we've definitely lost uh, Coach Jeffrey Toyana, but I think we've got a lot out of him. Uh, we're still going to speak to Kes Naidu. Uh, Bitverse Feds have also agreed to speak to us uh, just about the reason why they are playing their home games in Deben. But let's go to a voice note.
2: Uh, good evening, uh, Tabisa. Good evening to Mr. Jeff Toyana. Uh, sorry to, uh, you know, um, talk about uh, things, but I wanted to talk about um, Vian Mota and uh, the special talent that he is. Um, having coached uh, Vian Mota, uh, coach Jeff Toyana at the Lions, you know, there are many people comparing him to Jacques Callis and saying he can bet at number four uh, in the Proteus test team. He's a uh, batting all-rounder. You know, um, I've heard even an interview saying that he's a batting around. He wants to bat, you know, in the middle order. He wants to bat at full and he wants to prolong his career as a test cricketer. Uh, you tell us about Vian Mulder and uh, what can you tell the selectors about Vian Mulder to convince them so that when Faf Dublis retires, Vian Mulder can come in to bat at four in Test cricket. So, can you tell us more about Vian Mulder? Because I think he's right, definitely one for the future. actually a batting all rounder. Thank you very much. It's Libra here in Easter London.
1: Thanks, Libra. And they don't call him Baby Colors. For nothing. I know Jeff speaks highly of Vian. So if we're able to get him back on the line, he will tell us about Vian Mulder because I think he worked with him when he was still a schoolboy uh, when Jeff was still at the line. So we're going to try one more time and see if we can uh, get him just to come and answer this question about Vian Mulder. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Okay, we've got him back on the line to answer this one question. Coach Jeff, there was a big question about Vian Mulder. Um Libra, I think is in Island and he was asking us to give us your thoughts on Vian Mulder. Where do you see how good is he? Where do you see him betting and uh, is easy a betting all rounder? I remember when I spoke to you a couple of years ago, you spoke highly of Vian Mulder. He was still at school. If I'm not mistaken, you gave him his first professional contract.
4: Yes, correct. I mean, he came to us at the last of the time. Like he was doing a trick, um, to a students boy, um, serious, serious, a uh, black like batsman. I mean, like he got the runs. I mean, like he got all those things. I mean, coming up for him and um, for him. I mean, to be signed up as Spartans, like in this tournament as well was really, really something good. And um, like, if he stays injury like this is the guy that can solve, you know, like our track college issue. Because Vian Mulder can bet for in any team, in any format. He is a serious batsman. And he can give you 20 overs in a test match, and give you 4 overs in a, a T20 game, and give you 10 overs in a 50-over in like in game. And uh, I rate him so highly. I, I really, really think he's one of the most talented players that we have in South Africa. And it, uh, like players like that, we have to look after Mm. You know, and I was quite happy when Tauchy signed him. Um, he like at the Spartans and he did well before, again, he got injured. Mm. So, like, there's something that we have to look into. You know, like, our injuries, especially to our top players. And, like, no means be injured again. Yeah. You know, a guy like Jan Mulder injured again. I mean, like, why is this thing keep happening you know, like, to our top players? Because, like, for me, like, Jan Mulder is a test number seven, as you speak. Quentin best for, and uh, a uh, guy like Jan Mouza, best them. he can get two hundred. Mm. You know, he's like shown, you know, for the Lions at franchise level, which is a strong league. You know, like, you know, you know, like, it's coming at, at court, 100 at that level. For me, like, that's the direction we, we have to look into. And I'm quite excited that a twin critter, like, one of my old players at the Lions, and a tall Rock player now, mm. has been, <laughs> said as well in that like protea team mm. where for me a joint a Mulder can come in and, and like a doubt like they will be straight themselves because that's what we need for us to balance the team
1: okay great stuff of course Jeff always a pleasure talking to you when you're back in Jobeck we're going to catch up and we'll bring you here in studio just to talk about your whole journey and your cricketing career but thanks for finding time to speak to us tonight he yeah, even missed March. is still goalless between Beedvist Fets and Sundowns after 15 minutes. Maybe that's why his line was cutting so much because he was watching the game. And as I say that, true to form, Mamelody Sundowns have scored, leading 1 0 after 15 minutes. And uh, is it Andy Jali? It looks like it was until. Oh, it is Serena with the goal. Okay. Uh, we're going to confirm that shortly, but it is a goal for Mamelody Sundowns. Uh, Kes Naidu now joins us on the line. She spoke to us before the first ball of the Mzansi Super League was bowled, and she promised to come back to us, and she's speaking to us now after the last ball has been bowled. Kes, good evening, and thanks again for speaking to us on SAFM. It's great to chat as
0: always, Kavisa.
1: Did the tournament live up to expectations for you?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think the final and the way it went down has shown us that if you want to make cricket a truly national sport of winners, you've got to go into communities. And when you go into the communities, you see the effort that is being made to live out what MSL T20 is about. And I think Paul has taught us a big lesson about moving away from the big centres and the centres that have always been convenient, Gilberg, Cape Town, Pretoria, and going into areas that have largely... Not benefited. So for the first time in 20 years, they've won a major men's cricket trophy. I don't think the party's going to stop. We may have to call them in January to see if they're back on track.
1: <laughs> I know it's a cliche question, but did the best team win the tournament for you?
0: I think the best team won the tournament. My son would disagree, a big Spartan supporter, and he was devastated that the Spartans lost. But if you think about it, they really punched above their weight. Uh, Five rained out games, uh, only two, you know, wins. So you've got to look at the Power Rocks. They were top of the log uh, by virtue of winning the head-to-head with the Giants. I feel desperately sorry for the Giants because potentially it could have been a Power Rocks-Giants final, which would have been, you know, quite the humdinger. But I I feel that in a tournament like this, teams that take their opportunities um, really are the ones that benefit. Uh, I do feel the right team won.
1: We saw the crowds also picking up in the final couple of weeks or so. Kes, why do you think that was?
0: Uh, exams. Um, you know, my young one. I mean, he's just eleven years old. He was writing tests, and on those kind of nights, it's very difficult to try to uh, get to an MSL game and the next day go write a geography exam. So uh-huh. I think, you know, at various levels, I think there were exams happening. I also do feel that there's a great opportunity from a Cricket South Africa perspective to ride on the commercial viability of this tournament. I know that the general messaging around it has been that this is a lot leader and they're bleeding millions. Uh Yes, but it's the first two years. They've shown that it can be commercially viable. And I would urge Cricket South Africa to appoint a commercial manager specifically for this tournament so that it can stay on free-to-air and not have to go just where the money is, but stay where the people are.
1: Which is exactly what Jeffrey Toyana was saying. He says you can never underestimate the impact of this tournament being shown on SABC, even for the players. I mean, we saw last season, Ander Notier was only spotted, even though he'd been playing for a couple of years domestically. But they saw him in the Mzansi Super League. Lutusi Pamla, they saw him in the Mzansi Super League. Was there anyone else that raised their hands for you this season?
0: Um, I think someone like Cohen Mangru was very interesting uh-huh. for me. Um, you've got these players that are coming from areas that would normally not feature in a major tournament. So, I mean, here he is uh, sharing the new ball um, for the Power Rock team, being part of a winning combination. I would like to see someone like Kyle Verena get better opportunities because I think if you want to win a World Cup, you've got to go with players that have that big match temperament. I know there's lots of talk about whether AB is going to come out of retirement or not, and I'm sure that's a conversation that will always Continue as long as there is a slight possibility that the superhero of South African cricket will return. But I think MSL has shown us that there are many opportunities for people to, to get involved in the system. I think it's also shown the coaches like Jeffrey Tayana and Mandla Mashindi, who is assistant to Mark Boucher, the Spartans, and just been appointed Titans coach, yeah. that the coaches are also rising to the top. So this is a competition cricket South Africa needs to protect to make sure that they use it to truly showcase their talent. You mean, you've got media officers like Asipo Kaziso Kanwile who have risen through the ranks of cricket South Africa and now very involved in MSL and how it's being messaged. So we can't underestimate the power of this competition, not just from whether people are coming to the stadium or whether they're watching. We know they're watching globally, but I think it's about capacity building and upskilling people. You can't expect people to have opportunities if you're not going to actually get us ready to get into those positions.
1: I asked Jeff this question. Do you think the off-the-field drama probably overshadowed what was a good cricket tournament? Because I got the sense that the players really enjoy playing in this tournament. But when you read the newspapers, you'll you, you think that it's all doom and gloom.
0: Yeah, I, I don't read um, much newspapers at the moment because I think um, just from an MSL perspective, we needed to focus. There was a lot of distractions off-field. To be honest with you, if you read what happened in the papers, you would think that South African cricket is going down the tubes. But at the MSL, it was a totally different story. I didn't see any players that showed any sign of uh, fatigue and they couldn't handle it because of the off-field stuff. But I do think that the off-field stuff needs to be sorted out and it looks like good moves are being made. But I saw a strange tweet which said, MSL is just a footnote. And I I totally disagreed with it. I I, um, didn't say anything about it because Mm -hmm. it's nice to focus on the positives. But MSL top trended in the minds of people um, with the players. And um, sometimes we need to separate what's going on in order to try to build something. You can't break the whole house down uh. and expect to rebuild it. I just, I'm just not sure that that is the way to go forward. So, yeah, I mean, um, remember, <laughs> you can only submit an article that is going to sell. So I'm not expecting the media to tell a positive PR story. And often they will say to you, it's not their job to sell a tournament. But I do feel that there are good stories to be told and there's a younger, newer generation of the media that are really hungry to tell good stories.
1: Great stuff. And we really love the broadcast, Kes. Thank you very much for the wonderful work during the Mzansi Super League. we looking forward to more of the same next season.
0: Thanks, Tavis. All
2: the
1: best. Thank you, Kes Naidi there, speaking to us about the MSL 2.0. After the break, we go live to Moses Mabida Stadium. That's where we find uh, Mr. George Mukhozzi uh, just to talk about
3: uh, the reason they're playing their home games as Bidwest vets away from home.